This is News Talk 980 CKNW. A little Labor Day love for you all out there. Well, it was certainly a hot one today. Some like it hot, like me, and hopefully you too, here on the Sunday Night Sex Show, the show where we educate everyone about sexual health, how it relates to overall health, making your relationships the best they can be. Good evening. I am Maureen McGrath, a registered nurse in the field of sexual health, author of the book Sex and Health, Why One Can't Come Without the Other, researcher, blogger at Fifty Shades of Pink and Huffington Post. I'm a clinician in North Vancouver, and on Skype. I'm a TEDx speaker and your resource to help start that conversation, answer your questions, and help you discover new and exciting things about sex, love, your body, and your health. I make no innuendos, no judgments, and certainly no apologies, just fearless, straight-up talk about sex, love, your body, your body image, health, your relationship, and whatever you want to talk about. This is more than a sex show. It's also a health and relationship show. I just try to lure you in or seduce you. In fact, with the topic of sex, it's all related to sex, of course. Let's hope for you it will be illuminating educational, get you thinking outside of the box, and having a little bit more fun in your life. So please stay with me. I do want to mention there's an aspect of sexual health that is dark and dreadful, and that is sexual abuse, any unwanted sexual advances, pedophilia and rape, and also any domestic violence, any abuse of any type. Of course, for those of you who have been sexually abused, you are never far from my heart, and I wish you all the best on your healing journey. Some things on this program may trigger things for you, and um, feel free to reach out at any time. I'm happy to help in any way I can or point you in the right direction. Uh, Good evening, Matt. How are you? I'm fantastic, thanks. How about yourself? Are we on uh, Hello, Matt? Well, (laughs) I'm fine. Oh, hello. There we go. (laughs) There you are, Matt. The board (laughs) doesn't know how to work his own microphone, apparently. (laughs) Well, you know what? It is Labor Day, and here we are working. That's right. But it's not like work when you love what you do, right? Like when you have a passion for it and you love it, you know, it's, uh, it's, we're happy to be here. Definitely. Yeah, so great to see you. Um, you know, last week at the end of the program, at the very end of the program, I spoke about emotional affairs and the dangers that are associated with them. A lot of people, especially in my clinical practice, patients that I see, they may present and they'll say, well, you know, my, my husband or my partner, or my male partner got involved with a woman, but no, there was nothing physical. I, I do want to remind you, please put the kitties to bed before we uh, start talking about this, because listener discretion is advised. There will be subjects of a sensitive nature, especially tonight. So uh, put the kitties to bed. The, the sun, you noted, Matt, that the sun is setting sooner than ever before. It sets before the show now. Which uh, I mean, it uh, the view out behind, over your shoulders is gorgeous. I mean, the view into this studio is always gorgeous. I know. Oh, it is. It but, is stunning um, out there. Just three colors. Yeah. Three I mean, in the sky. What, what month is it? It's September. No, it's not. I know. Can you believe it? We're going to have a hot <laughs> week, though, yeah. is, especially if you continue to listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your week will be even hotter. Uh, <laughs> have I got some advice for you? No, but we're going to be up into the 30s this week. I'm actually going paddle boarding out in Deep Cove on Tuesday. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh I've uh, done a little paddle boarding. It's not exactly my sport, but you know, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to try it. I think it's actually I might. difficult. I mean, I've only done it once, and I was on a lake in Victoria, but it's a workout. Like, 
uh, you know, that's the problem that I have with it. I actually don't think it's a workout. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Maybe my balance was, is just poor. <laughs> I thought it was pretty easy. And I thought, what is this about? So I never got back to it. You know, it just, I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to try it again. And, um, you know, maybe put a little bit more effort into it. And if you put a little bit more effort into your relationships, things might be better. So for you and whomever you're with. Uh, So last week I was speaking about emotional affairs and those dangers. And some people don't feel that there is a danger with uh, emotional affairs, but they're almost a little bit more dangerous than a physical Affair. So I'm going to explore that with you tonight. But I had an, an inordinate amount of emails from listeners, uh, mostly men engaged in liaisons outside of their marriage. There were many commonalities throughout these letters. Uh, lots of the relationships were troubled or had stress within the bedroom walls of the marriage. So uh, there was a there was uh, descriptions of pulling away, loneliness, a feeling of a loss of well-being and uh, some vulnerability as well. So I'm going to share some of those emails with you a little bit later on in the program. And I will be offering some of my advice. And, you know, Matt, feel free to chime in if you like. I always do. (laughs) (laughs) I know you do, my friend. Um, Also going to be talking about how you can improve your relationship, especially back to the bedroom relationship. Uh, you can always go to my website, Back to the Bedroom, if you like. Uh, my my uh, blog is on there, Fifty Shades of Pink. Also, information about some of the events I have coming up this fall. In October, we're going to be over at Centennial Theater, Hot Flash in the City uh, is one event. I'll be giving you a little bit more information about that as time goes on. Also, the Bladder Cancer Canada Walk is out in Burnaby on September 24th. Hope to see you there. Uh, but tonight on the program... Lots of ways to improve your sex life because obviously you need it. Um, also, I want to talk to you about a little campaign with school coming up. It, it was interesting uh, to see that 70, 77% of the cases of gonorrhea and chlamydia in Ontario were attributed to young people. So I'm going to be talking about that campaign that they have. Obviously, there's not enough use of condoms out there. So we, with school starting, we do need to educate at an appropriate level. We do need to talk about this. It's really important because when people come to talk to me, which is, I mean, I'm like, you know, as as regular as apple pie. Like I, you know what, anyone can talk to me. People are so nervous when they talk to me, even so if they're nervous talking to me and they're nervous talking about these issues and they can't even talk to their partners about these issues. So you don't have to be nervous to talk to me whatsoever. No judgment at all. These are very, very common issues. I ask a lot of people, do you think that you're the only one that has this issue? And 100% of the time they say yes. So that's part of the problem. So these are common issues that occur. So I don't bite uh, over the airwaves anyway. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, back to the serious nature of this radio program. Uh, You know, sometimes... You need a little sexual healing, so I'm going to go through a little bit about that. Other times, you got to get comfortable with talking with your partner so that you can have a better life. And your partner is probably shy to talk to you as well. So I'm going to give you some ways tonight on how you can talk to your partner. And uh, Matt, are you familiar with whips? I'm so excited yeah, about actually, this. Yeah, <laughs> actually, Linda Steele taught me about this, or oh, at least I saw what she was posting. Did. I think 
It's great, actually. I don't know if you read the article she posted about it. I, I did not, but I will take a look. Was that on Facebook today? Yeah, and it, it just kind of points out the double standards are like massive. Well, here's the deal. I was actually at a party last night, and uh, so somebody said that um, they they had this friend, and she, I think she was like 47, and she could she was single, and she wanted to meet somebody. She's beautiful and really wealthy, guys, so if anyone wants... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, she couldn't meet someone. And then she met this guy, and he was married, and he was like 60 years old. And I said, you know what? Why is she going for an old, old guy anyway? Why doesn't she go for younger? And they were like, wow, her two friends. We never thought of that for her. Duh. But um, it opens up a whole new uh, arena, a whole new idea. People think they need to go for the same age or perhaps older. But it, And this was what was concerning for me for her. Her two friends said she had a criteria. And I said, she's got to ditch the criteria. Her criteria happened to be, especially after meeting the 60-year-old married guy, um, single and solvent. And I actually can't remember the third one, but it was it be, did begin with an S, but I don't remember what that was. But anyway, I said, forget any you know ticking boxes because sexual attraction is involuntary. So you can't say, I want somebody who, you know is single and solvent, <laughs> although those are two good criteria, I guess. Um, but you can't say I want somebody that is this tall and that, that has this income and lives in this town and, you know, drives this type of a car, whatever. You can't do that. You're not going to, it's not going to be a happy relationship. And I really think the foundation of a happy relationship is a good chemical attraction. So chemistry is important. But you know what? Not everybody needs sex. And uh, and asexual people are one that do not desire it, but there's other people that don't need sex. And so that's okay in your relationship. If you have a good relationship, you want to remain in a relationship and you don't want to have sex in your relationship, it is okay. Somebody talking about that a little bit. Also, I thought this was a, Matt, Matt, you've got a little bit of a one or two day growth on that face of yours, on that handsome <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah, I've, four uh, or five days. How many? Sha- haven't shaved in four or five days. Four or five days. Okay. I could tell. Anyway, do you know there are some risks associated with poor bear, beard hygiene? And so I'm going to be talking about that because a lot of, there's a lot of, lot of lumberjack lovers out there, you know, sporting the little, you know, I like one or two days, but that's it. You know, I'm not big on the big, thick beard in any in any way. But you know what? It's not about me. <laughs> it's about you. Whatever. Um, I just, you know, I don't. I don't usually grow mine past a day or two. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, oh, you. Know, <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I really don't know if people get my jokes on the other side, so I have to be really careful sometimes. Going to be talking about mindfulness as well, how that can improve your sex life. We're so busy today. We've got a billion things that we have to do. Uh, everyone, it's so important that our lives look so perfect. And then by the end of the day, you're exhausted and you're thinking about tomorrow and what you've got to do perhaps at work or with the kids or with school coming up or whatever. Um, so how can mindfulness improve your sex life? And also going to be talking about a, a whole new sexual orientation. Have you heard of sapiosexual, Matt? No, I haven't. Yeah, so it's a whole new sexual orientation, and I I like this one, actually. (laughs) I think I'm a sapiosexual. (laughs) Um, But anyway, nonetheless, we'll find out about that a little bit later. Your emails, of course, I'll always take your calls anytime, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. And you can also call long distance, right? I'm doing a lot of Skype consults these days. People in on the Eastern Seaboard, in Toronto, um, France, um, 
Singapore. Uh, so I, I do lots of, uh, so this show reaches a lot of people, or a lot of people have seen my TEDx talk on the no-sex marriage. Hopefully you put the children to bed by now. Grabbed your lover and a glass of wine, um, but feel free to call with any questions, any relationship questions, any health questions, anything at all. I will uh, venture to give you an answer on that. Uh, but when I come back, I, I think it's really important. I want to, because I had a few women in my clinical practice recently, and they did not understand what domestic violence was. Sorry to start out with such a negative subject, but, uh, you know, sometimes we got to take the good with the bad in life. I am Maureen McGrath. You are listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CK. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show here on News Talk 980 CKNW. Maureen McGrath hosting this program for you. Thanks so much for being with me this evening. I have Lady Godiva on the line for me with a question. Hello, Lady Godiva. Hi there, Maureen. (laughs) I finally got the nerve to call you. No worries. I called you about a year ago, but here I am. Okay. Um, it's all your fault, really. <laughs> Everything always is. Don't worry about it. I have I guilt as well. About, I think of that. <laughs> well, you said so many women don't know what they look like down under there. So That's like true. One day, oh, I'll get a big magnifying glass, <laughs> <laughs> my big round magnifying mirror, and uh, put my glasses on and sat in the bathroom on the toilet panel. I thought, oh, my God, what's that? <laughs> Good job oh, you looked. Oh, my God. I It was a... I didn't know then, but I know now it's the start of a prolapse mode. Yes. And, um, oh, God, I sat in the bathroom staring at the wall for about an hour with my mouth open, <laughs> thinking, cancer, it's a tumor. Oh, my God. Any, oh, worried sick. Anyway, I thought, oh, maybe it'll go away. But you said, no, they don't ever go away. They just get bigger. Um, that was a year ago. I thought I'd do some Kegel things, but it, nothing worked, of course. And I thought, and it is got bigger. Now I can, it almost oh. sits in the palm of my hand and I push it back when I can. Right. The pee. And um, I'm 67. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day I got the mirror again. I thought, because I felt something when I tried to push it back a bit, you know? Yes. <laughs> Have you not had this examined yet? No, I have no doctor. I've been nowhere. Oh, dear. You know, to be honest with you, you can come and see me. I, I deal with this quite often in my clinical practice. Of, of vaginal prolapse is when the walls of the, vagina, of the vagina become lax. The organs that they should be supporting bulge into the vagina. It creates a sensation of a lump down there. It can actually come outside of the introitus, yeah, which is the opening. Now, Mo, but what's worse yes. is if things could get any bloody worse. Um I felt something when I was pushing it back because I keep my fingernails really sh- short, you know, and hands washed. I don't want anything. Ma- oh, mm-hmm. I felt something, and in the mirror, I, there's a hole. Okay, you know, <laughs> it's really hard <laughs> for me. Growing eyes now. Very but. difficult for me to um, to you can just put the t- tip of your tiny little finger on it. In it, it's not bleeding or anything. Okay. I thought maybe I'd nicked it because now I don't shave or do anything down there. I'm paranoid. Um, 
And I thought, has it always been there? Maybe it's something that's always been there. Well, that's the problem. When women don't know what they look like down there, then they look and then they get frightened and they don't know what it is. And so that's pretty common. But, you know, it's really important that you have this treated because there's a simple device. It's a, it's a, called a pessary. It's a medical grade silicon device. It can be, you can be fixed in five minutes. It'll support the, whatever is falling down, whether it be your bladder or your uterus. Um, it can be pushed back up. Right. Yeah. Well, I can, I can tell you what it is. It's an alien. Um, you could, you, you, you know, there are, where do you live? Uh, sorry, Guildford. Okay. Um, you, there's, there's actually a nurse contents advisor out there. If you actually leave your, um, information, I can give you a call and, um, and I can, uh, I can direct you in the right, uh, put you in the right direction. You can either come and see me or another, um, nurse out in that area that deals yeah, with that this would be good. I, issue. I haven't had a doctor for about 15 years and yeah. I don't want to, I'd rather see a lady. Of course you would. <laughs> anyway, and it's an easy fix, and um, and you don't have to suffer, and it happens commonly, so we'll take care of you. Don't you worry about a thing, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you, Lady Godiva, for the call. Now go go get dressed. <laughs> Just kidding. Like beards either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for your call. Yeah, there's lots of uh, female issues that can happen down there. Um, but something else that is a common occurrence that I will, we're going to actually go to break now into the news. And uh, so after, once we come back, we're going to be talking about domestic violence. And then we're going to get on to your emails about infidelity. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Maureen McGrath here hosting this program for you. Lots of subjects on the program tonight. And, of course, you can give me a call anytime you like, 604-280-9898. That's 604-280-9898 if you're local or if you're uh, listening from the Netherlands or (laughs) Never Neverland, wherever, you uh, can call me. Uh, toll free one eight seven seven three nine 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 eight nine eight. So a uh, little shout out to um, Chatham, Massachusetts. Probably my relatives, if anyone is listening from there, or uh, New York, Toronto. Uh, lots of emails from folks in those areas. So a little shout out to you all. Uh, I did want to quickly review what domestic violence is. I had a number of women in my clinical practice over the last couple of weeks that they weren't certain as to what was going on. So domestic violence is not just about physical abuse. It actually includes any form of violence within a relationship, and that is a marriage, dating relationship, or common law. It can be sexual, emotional, financial, and, and or psychological. It can be a combination of both. It includes threats. So if somebody puts their fist to your face, if somebody threatens to do something to you or even to themselves, this can be categorized as violence. Domestic violence and abuse do not discriminate. They, it does not matter how much money you have. In fact, I'm not surprised to hear some of the higher uh, socioeconomic towns in around Vancouver, their number one call to uh, police is what they call domestics or domestic violence. It doesn't matter your address. It doesn't matter how long you've been together. It doesn't matter race, color, creed. It does not 
to provide immunity to domestic violence. But it often will escalate. It can start out uh, light or manipulative, and it can increase over time. It can be physical, emotional, verbal, and it's often used as a weapon of control and intimidation by the abusive spouse or partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, or even an ex-spouse. Domestic violence can happen even after a relationship is over. And this is what I wanted to point out, that some of the examples of abusive behavior include, they, they may not necessarily be limited to this, but they include these, which a lot of women did not realize. And they were living with these things that were happening repeatedly and, and over many years. It can be manipulation, threats, physical violence, insulting or degrading comments, destruction of property is domestic violence, throwing, throwing furniture, smashing up furniture, throwing dishes, that's violence. Extreme jealousy is also domestic violence. Help is available. You can email me at nursetalk at hotmail.com anytime. And if you or someone you know is being abused, I implore you to get help. and Do not wait. It can really impact your emotional health, uh, your psychological health, your physical health, and your children's health if, you, if there are children in the relationship. Of course, if you are in immediate danger, call the police right away. Dial 911. And that's my advice. I have zero tolerance for any kind of abuse. I'm a peaceful person. I think we should all love one another, get along. And you know what? Sometimes people have depression, and anger can be a form of depression. They might have an irritable depression. So it's your responsibility if you're in a relationship and you are depressed and it is manifesting itself as anger, you need to get help. Uh, also, substance use and abuse can lead to increased bouts of violence and, and rage and screaming and tempers and breaking things. And there's also, of course, a cycle of, of abuse. So be aware of this. Tell somebody, talk to somebody. Uh, or if your life is in danger, do not hesitate to call 911. And you don't need to be in an abusive relationship. There are many wonderful, lovely, and beautiful people out there that will treat you well, and you deserve that. Okay, that's a tough subject, Matt, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's awful. And uh, people think that they're never going to meet somebody else or they're so tied up financially or, or with kids or in-laws or whatever, um, jobs that they can't uh, leave. But, um, and, and often when a woman leaves, it's, uh, her life is at the greatest risk when she leaves. So you've got to be extremely careful. And there's research to support how to deal with uh, domestic violence and leaving a um, there are experts who deal in this and how to leave an abusive relationship. Okay. So last week, we're going to move on to uh, the subject that I spoke about last week, and um, which was emotional affairs and the dangers that are associated with them. And I'm just going to talk about it a little bit earlier in the program, because sometimes uh, you, you know people have to get up early to work, although tomorrow's Labor Day, and so maybe people are having the day off, um, but they have to get up early and... Um, so I didn't want people to have to wait for this. But uh, I received a, a number of emails from many people, mostly men, I have to say, engaged in liaisons outside of their marriage. 
there were so many commonalities. All of the relationships were troubled or had stress um, described by the one who had written in. Most described pulling away, loneliness, a feeling of loss of a sense of well-being. Um, and many described, and they didn't even realize this, that the a state of vulnerability that uh, the stress in their relationship caused them. Oftentimes, the relationship was sexless. Um, and because issues had led to the marriage being becoming sexless. In every case, somebody came along at, dare I say, the right time to help the person who was struggling, to help the person who was vulnerable, to help the man who was having difficulties in his marriage. And the men often shared their issues um, about their marriage with this with a woman outside of the marriage and shared the troubles within, uh, the no way out sense, which led in most cases to the physical affair that has carried on for many of these people in the emails. And I'll be reading some of those emails to you shortly and offering you some of my advice, but um, not before I offer the advice of... Um, of somebody who actually had uh, he had great advice, and now uh, oh yeah, this was his advice, which I thought was actually brilliant, and it actually gave me pause, and made me think this could actually be the problem. This could be why it's so common that many people, especially men, but women go outside of the marriage as well, of course. Um, but especially men go outside of their marriage. And he wrote, Dear Maureen, after listening to last night's show, I would say that it's easier for a man to seek another woman when he has some problems in his marriage rather than resolve them. Most men do not understand the female psychology, and also divorce is considered a failure. It is much better understood when we meet alone. Anyway, whatever that means. But, um, but, Men don't understand the female psychology. I get that. That, you know what? That made such perfect sense to me. It's not easy to confront issues in a marriage or a relationship uh, uh, to talk about your needs or what's upsetting to you or what's upsetting to you about your partner. And so once the marriage becomes sexless, it's often easier for men to just go outside and seek that because it's pleasure. That's what they're seeking outside of the relationship. That's not what they're getting within their marriage or within their relationship. So that made sense. Of course, you can't understand the female psyche. <laughs> that We do that on purpose, okay? No. Um, you know, you, you can't win for losing. Women remember everything from 20 years ago. Um, you're, you, you're trying. You have this idea, this perception of, of trying uh, to help um, in the relationship, and you may or may not be doing the right things. You're dealing with women's emotions that may be hormonal, that may change according to her cycle. Uh, so there are many things that um, many things that you you may not understand. And so I um, I'm going to read uh, one of your emails that um, that you read that you one of you wrote to me last night and it was about something or last week and it was about something that I had actually said which always gives me pause because I'm like oh my gosh what did I say I cannot be held responsible for the things I say I don't, I'm kidding of course um 
Anyway, uh, but I'm, before I read that email, I do have a caller on the line, uh, Daryl. Hello. Hello, Daryl. Hello, Maureen. Um, listen, I, I'm a, first of all, I'm a volunteer for the Fringe Festival, which is starting on the 17th. That is a blatant advert. But Relentless self-promotion is perfectly fine here on the Sunday Night Sex Show. <laughs> I am just a volunteer, but I'm going to promote the French. Now, I have just seen two previews, and they both dealt with sexual assault, sexual violence, and it really pisses me off that people, men, do this. Um, I'm going to say, I think if anybody wants to see something, it's a little comedic, it's a little bit dark, but you need to go and, and support these actors because they have both gone through and have talked about sexual violence and assault. And they're sharing their stories. And they are sharing their stories, and this is one of the ways I think that they are overcoming the crap. The, the I was going to say the S-word shit. I said it. <laughs> you did. But, you can't swear on the radio. Didn't you know that? I know, I know. <laughs> no I need know. to swear in life. It, it it makes me angry. I know, I understand. To do this. Now, I am going to, again, I'll just go blatantly say, go to the Fringe Festival. One show is called No Big Deal, and the other show is Catherine Ferns is in Stitches, and I am in no way connected with either of these women. But I'm really happy that you called and let us know about those shows. I've actually been uh, involved in the Fringe Festival myself in the past and uh, always look forward to um, some of those. So maybe I'll, I'll take a, a look myself. Grab, grab a program. Any blend shop has programs. Go to the Granville Island. they got programs. Those are two shows that you should definitely take in because they're intense. They're comedic. And just like you are. <laughs> You think? And, no. And <laughs> you think? <laughs> Don't you think I'm just nuts? Not. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. A little bit nuts. I mean, so oh, thanks a lot. Uh, <laughs> walking around with the ukulele on the island, that would be me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? Um, I love the fact that these stories are based on these women's uh, situations that occur because when we share our stories, we empower other people, certainly. And when women share their stories, they empower other women and girls. And Daryl, I really appreciate your support of these women and these shows. So I'll definitely check it out. Thank you, Maureen. Oh, thank you so much. All right. That's so great. I love when people share information uh, and help others. So, uh, you know, we're going to go to break, I think. Uh, And uh, when I come back, I'm going to read you the email from a gentleman who said to me, uh, Maureen, last Sunday night, you said... Well, you're going to have to wait and hear exactly what I said because, (laughs) oh no. Uh, But anyway, I will read your, I will read his email based on what I said. I am Maureen McGrath. You are listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Maureen McGrath hosting this program for you and all your friends. Hopefully. Uh, thanks for listening. Really appreciate that. The show would be nothing without you, I tell you. And I really appreciate your email. So you can email me. You can go to my website. There's a contact form there, back to the bedroom.ca. A little self promotion there myself. Uh, no, that's only for you to make life easier for you. Um, this also, I want to say that if you fall asleep, 
during this program because you're exhausted and you have to get up, not because it's boring or anything like that, uh, but if you're exhausted, because I hear that. People are like, you know, I'm listening to your show, but I, I fall asleep because I have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to start my shift the next day. So if you do... Did you know that this is a free download? Everything's free in my world. It's a free download on iTunes. So you can just go Maureen McGrath iTunes and uh, you'll the show will pop up and you can listen to it later. So you don't have to stay up. But I love that you're here. Anyway, everything is better when it's live. Don't you think, Matt? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, so just to let you know, there are different ways to uh, listen to the show, and I'm sure you're wanting to learn a few different ways. We're going to be talking about that on the second hour of the program. But right now, I'm going to read this email to you that I received from this gentleman. Uh, and he said to me at first, which may set my heart aflutter a little bit, thinking, oh, what I say? I talk all the time. I, I can't be held responsible for what I said. So he said, in your August 27, 2017 CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show, you said... It's not really going to help your marriage to have sex with women outside of the relationship, quote unquote, apparently. And then he said, I would be very grateful if you would read the following and then answer the question I have for you. And his question for me is, does my statement, it's not going to help you to have uh, relationships with women outside of your marriage, it's not going to help your marriage, um, apply in all cases, including his. And so here's his story. Hi, Maureen. I am a 50-year-old man married for 20 years to a lovely woman named Lucia. Since our early days, my sex drive has declined somewhat, but I still love and lust my lady Lucia and appreciate the importance of intimacy and its bonding effect in our relationship. However, over the years, Lucia's sex drive has all but disappeared. We have talked about this many times, and she has discussed it with her doctor and marriage counselors, but all to no effect. I'm guessing you would agree with me that this situation need not be catastrophic, provided both partners appreciate the value of intimacy in any relationship, regardless of the amount of sex drive in either partner. When preparing a meal, yes, it's the nicest experience when you and your lover are both hungry and you enjoy your meal together. But if you are not hungry and your lover is, isn't it just as much a demonstration of love if you prepare that meal for him or her anyway? The big problem here is that my lady Lucia places more value on doing nothing than she does on any of the benefits of intimacy. Example, one of many I could give. I am, I believe, very easy to please sexually. If Lucia puts on a sexy dress and heels and walks around in front of me, I can get easily aroused. I regard my ability and desire to do this as a tremendous compliment to her. But to Lucia, it is just too much trouble. Faced with the choice of making this minuscule effort every other month or so and making me, and consequently us, happy or doing nothing and putting up with the grumpiness and resentment that I know I sometimes display, Lucia chooses laziness. For many reasons, neither Lucia nor I want to split up. So I've suggested that I find some discreet sexual satisfaction outside of our relationship. Lucia's response to this, to continue with the meal analogy, is, I'm not hungry, so you don't eat. I consider this attitude to be selfish, disrespectful, and immoral. I know I am only one side of this story, but I truly believe that I have presented our situation fairly, if very briefly. So here's my question. Does 
your statement about having sex outside of the relationship apply in all cases, including mine. This is such a common... And then he said, love your show and look forward to your song. <laughs> that was nice. Anyway, um, that's you too, Matt. That's You're here. <laughs> um, this is such a common situation uh, that I see so often in my clinical practice because I see a lot of patients or people that come in and they are in sexless relationships, but they've got a lot going on. You know, they've got kids, they've got mortgages, they've got cars, they've got jobs, they've got families, they've got memberships to yacht clubs. They've got it all, everything except the love. They are missing the love in the relationship. Uh, they're not getting back to the bedroom, okay? And and so this is a risk of a sexless marriage. Yes, intimacy is a very important aspect of a relationship. Uh, you, you did, uh, Johnny, I think that was his name, uh, you did take... Uh, my statement out of context a little bit, um, but you've had the conversation with her. There are things that a woman can do to increase her sexual desire. I do often say to women, take a page out of Nike's book. Uh, just do it. You will get, even if you don't feel like it, just do it. If you get aroused and you're enjoying it and you want to continue, as long as there are no problems in the in the relationship or medical problems, I know we're running out of time here, but I can uh, carry on uh, talking about this the second uh, part of the program after nine o'clock. I will. Um, so yes and no. I know that doesn't answer the question, but say yes more than no. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980. CKNW.